And we're back. Welcome back to the Auto Authorities Podcast. My name is Jay and Gerald coming to you live. We have an amazing show today. There is something that is in the news right now that I don't think we're taking seriously enough. It's something that's coming down the pike, and you're going to find out right now. Have you ever felt like you were taken for a ride while buying, selling, or repairing your car? Well, not anymore. I'm Jay, and this is the podcast to tell you what to watch out for, whether you are buying, selling, or repairing your car. With over 26 years of automotive experience, we are the Auto Authorities. This podcast is sponsored by iAutoAgent.com. We're real estate agents for cars. Booyah, we are back. Welcome back to the Auto Authorities Podcast. I am Jay, and this is Gerald, and we're coming to you live. And we have an absolutely amazing show, and there's something coming down the pike that I don't think people are taking seriously enough that's going to have a huge impact in this world. But before we talk about that, let's thank our sponsors, iAutoAgent.com. Dot com. That's I like integrity, autoagent.com. They have two different divisions. They have an individual division where they help individuals buy vehicles nationwide. They find that perfect vehicle. They vet the vehicle. They deal with the dealer. And you get to go pick up your car when you approve the deal. And they also help sell your car just like a real estate agent for people's cars. They handle the marketing, the listing, the showing, everything. So you never have to meet a strange person again. And the other side of the business is the fleet management program, where we act as a strategic partner for the businesses that have fleet vehicles. So they can stay focused on revenue generating tasks. And we handle all those other tedious tasks that are not making them money, whether it's buying, selling the fleet vehicles, or just simply handling the maintenance for that vehicle. And then we have Wrestling with Sales. Tell us a little bit about Wrestling with Sales, Gerald. Yeah, hey, this week we had a chance to host native Missourian and former two-time NWA heavyweight champion of the world, Trevor Murdoch, talked about their big event, NWA 75, which happened in St. Louis and on pay-per-view across the world, and just talked to him about what it takes to hit a pinnacle, how how much he had to put in to make it all the way up to the top, including his training in Missouri as well with Handsome Harley Race, the, the king of the ring from the WWE, NWA, and a, a Missouri legend called Harley Race. That's on Wrestling With Sales. We're going to talk with the guys from Automotive State of the Union coming up here to talk about everything that's going on with the auto market. And you can also see it on the Fired Up Sports Network. That's available on a lot of streaming platforms, or if you just go online to firedupnetwork.ca, 24-hour sports channel and covers everything. A lot of sports talk, really interesting programming. So some uh, good stuff there, get some motivation, talk a little bit about sales. And like you said, there's some there's some big automotive news coming up now because it's coming up on Labor Day. And when you think of Labor Day, what better time to think about a strike, right? 
Well, we're going to hold on to that thought real quick. And if you are just tuning into us, you can actually watch us live on the Facebook market. I'm sorry, on Facebook, you go to the join group button. It's a group called the Auto Authorities. You can watch us live Tuesday at 2 p.m. Central Time. You can go on LinkedIn and watch us live. And if you're not able to watch us live, go to our YouTube channel. Gerald, we're getting 30 to 50 thousand views every single episode we've been doing this for two and a half more than two and a half years now mm-hmm. and you can literally watch every episode on the auto authorities youtube page you can listen to us on itunes pandora you can go on the autoauthorities.com the autoauthorities.com that's our website you can leave us all kinds of ideas for shows and you can you can tune into every single one of the channels. We're on 19 different channels. It's crazy. And um, so the next piece of this is we've given you a little teaser, haven't we, Gerald? Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, you know, it's been a crazy time, really, when you look at automotive uh, marketplace. Even you go back to 08, you know, it wasn't that long ago. We've kind of left it in the past, but 2008, everyone thought the economy was going to completely collapse and nothing would be the same again and that maybe the big three would be gone and you're still seeing those those ripples from the waves from 08 are still going across the market now yeah and the big three just so everybody knows is general motors ford and chrysler dodge jeep so those are those are the ones that um that they're in the union and Crazy, crazy stuff. Gerald, you're you're more of an expert of what's going on here. Let's let everybody know, but I want everybody to know what the impact is going to be from this potentially and how it's going to affect you, your family, your friends. What's going on, Gerald? Well, there's still huge employers, right? Ford, GM. Stellantis Group is what they're called now, but that's the parent company because Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram is actually owned by the company that used to be Fiat, so the Italian auto manufacturer. Their umbrella company is Stellantis, so Fiat, Alfa Romeo, Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram. It's coming up on the United Auto Workers contract negotiations. They're in the middle of negotiations it uh, hasn't gone terribly well for the big three so far gentlemen uh, right there with the polo shirt on that's uaw president sean fain he actually took the contract proposal that stellantis presented to him and threw it out in a little media event to say this is worthless just tossed it and went aside the uaw workers just voted a 97% approval to authorize a strike, and they have $825 million held in reserve for strike pay for the members. It's going to be a cut. They're going to get $500 a week while they're on strike, but they're trying to build up some reserves to be able to hold on. That would give the UAW enough strike money to go three months without pay, so, you know, they seem to be ready to go. They seem to be pushing the uh, 
the chips in on the table to go all in because, like I said, it resonates back to 08. Remember, Jay, how they were saying that Chrysler should just file bankruptcy? And that was actually a big part of the presidential election, whether there should be a bailout of the auto manufacturers or if they should be allowed to file bankruptcy. Yep. Mitt Romney was actually pushing, Senator from Utah now, he was pushing for the company to file bankruptcy and just let the best of it get bought by somebody. Well, that didn't happen. Instead, there was a negotiated buyout mm-hmm. that let Fiat basically take over Chrysler, who was already owned at the time by Mercedes. So Chrysler hasn't been a fully American company for a long time. But that bailout, the GM bailout, which depending on who you talk to has been paid back now, but there's people that'll argue both ways that nothing was paid back, that it was just a bailout. Ford, to their credit, didn't take any government money. They mortgaged the company on themselves. But because of that, because of the the spirit that was going on at that time and the fear of the economy collapsing, the UAW took a major cutback to their pay. And they haven't gotten it back yet. It was a huge clawback and it hasn't, hasn't come back fully now. And I had to look it up because I didn't realize this. Do you know how long it takes a UAW worker? Let's say somebody gets hired next week at the biggest Ford factory in the country. It's just a few miles away from me in Clay Como. How long do you think it takes that worker to get full union pay and benefits? They start tomorrow. Holy cow. Um, You know, typically in a company to get type of benefits, it's usually like a year before you get benefits in a company. Yeah. I mean, maybe, you know, a lot of places you don't get health insurance for 30 days, 90 days. Amazon makes a big deal. You get benefits day one. I mean, so you're, you're saying a year. I think a lot of people are thinking, yeah, you know, maybe six months, maybe a year, maybe two years. No, eight years before you're a full employee. Eight. Wow. So I needless, a, needless to say, the UAW is not too thrilled with that arrangement right now. I got a question. So what you're saying is the benefits back in 2008 are the same benefits as they're getting here in 2023, yet our prices have increased tremendously on vehicles. That means the workers are not getting that money. So that's that's a bit that's a big big deal because cost of living has increased. Sure. They're not increasing theirs, but yet they keep increasing the prices. Something doesn't seem right here, Jerry. And the companies have profited amazingly in that time. So there probably has to be some mid-ground, right? Is here mm-hmm. another another question just ask people. Yeah, just ask people off the top cuz you, you and I were old enough. We used to think, man, UAW job. Oh, you got a maid. You got hired in with the UAW. Who do you think makes more money now the first year? Somebody who gets hired at Target or Quick Trip or somebody that gets hired at Ford or GM? The way I asked it, you know what the answer is. Well, yeah, I was just going to say you just gave it away. I mean, uh, Target. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's crazy. So, I mean, you can see where they're coming from. And then it's, you know, there, there's been definitely a shift, too, because obviously a lot of, and this is great, a lot of the foreign manufacturers do make the majority of their cars in America now. 
I mean, obviously Honda does, Toyota does, Hyundai does, Kia does, BMWs are made in America, mm-hmm. Mercedes are made in America, Volkswagen. Mazda, Subaru, Volkswagens. Yep. So there's been a huge growth in auto manufacturing in the country. It's just with domestic brands, the traditional domestic brands, there's been a steady decline in production. Uh, the Chevy Blazer, which was brought back, a lot of fanfare. Hey, we're bringing a legendary name in to replace the Impala name. Well, you know where that's made. It's made in Mexico. So that's not a union job. Yeah. Woo. So it's, you know, there, there's been a lot of forces kind of bubbling up, I, I think, for years that are setting this up in what companies like CNBC have called the summer of the strike to be a really tenuous negotiation. And I'm sure they've seen the results of the UPS strike that led to fear of a devastating strike for the economy and ended up being UPS workers are going to end up making $170,000 a year if you're a UPS driver. Well, Which isn't an easy job, so hey, more power too. I'm sure UPS is making a lot of money, but uh, that has to put a little wind at the sails of the UAW, thinking, uh, man, what, what are we doing? We better go. Well, and let's talk about that because, well, for all of you that are just tuning in, we're talking about the potential UAW strike, the United Auto Workers, and these these are for Ford, Jeep, Chrysler. And GM. And those are the big three. And basically what they're saying is, is if they if they don't do this, this and this, they're going to strike. Now, let's talk about that, because I don't think that everybody realizes the detriment to what's going to happen if they strike. What does that do to our car supply, um, our prices? All, all of the above. Well, you got to think it's going to add another link to the broken supply chain, right? Yep. Because we're just now getting to the point where inventories on new cars have been up. There's 71% more new cars on the ground at dealerships today than there was at this point last year. Still a fraction of the new car inventory you would have had on the ground in 2017, but significantly more new car incentives have gone up for 10 months in a row again way less than before but they're going up well if you have a uaw strike that means you immediately stop the flow of the number one the number two the number three and the number four best-selling vehicles in america they'd stop the f-150 the silverado the dodge ram the GMC Sierra, all the trucks, there's a lot of trucks all, they all stop. You have to wonder too, auto transport, because I know people are saying, hey, who cares about the UAW? We don't need them. It doesn't matter. I don't buy those brands anyways. Okay, fair. But all the vehicles are transported by rail. Last time I checked, railroad workers happen to be in unions, right? I mean, they, they are. Yeah. Uh, 
when they get off the trains, they're transported by transport trucks, which are driven by union members. Union workers. So you could see a devastating shutdown of vehicle inventories because, I don't know, are the transport workers going to cross union lines and deliver cars? You know, maybe. But even if that slows down just a little bit, that's going to be a huge issue because much like everything else, you go to a restaurant now, there's not enough employees that, yeah, you have to wait forever to get food. Mm-hmm. You go to a store, they don't have enough employees. Mm-hmm. Everywhere you go, people say, hi, we don't have enough people working. Well, it's the same thing with railroad and transport workers. So if anybody decides we're not going to do it, it's enough to bring it to a screeching halt. So yeah. you can see ripple effects through everything. And it's it's coming up literally right after Labor Day, which is ironic timing. It's coming down right now to a negotiation between our friend here, uh, Sean Fain, the head of the UAW, and Stellantis. Stellantis is in the lead negotiating position. Mm-hmm. And what that means is, and I, I still don't know why they do this, UAW contracts historically are rotated between Stellantis, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, GM, and Ford as being the lead negotiator. And then that Hmm. Yeah. Um. I think we might have lost her. Oh, it's back. I think we lost you for a second. There. Yeah, You're just right? a sec. Yeah, but it was just this time it's Dodge Chrysler Jeep Rams opportunity to negotiate the contract first. So it's going to come down to them, and honestly, they have the smallest footprint in the U.S. I mean, they're predominantly an Italian company and a, a international company, Fiat. They sell Jeeps internationally. They make Jeeps internationally, and uh, Alfa Romeo. So, well, I'd love to hear your you you've brought up some great points, Gerald, and and I'd love to hear you know everybody's feedback. Go on, um, go on the Auto Authorities YouTube page. Leave us comments. Let us know what you think about this. Let us know your opinion. Do you agree? Do you not agree? Do you think that they're going to strike? Do you think they may not strike? And this, this is a big deal, and I don't think enough people are talking about it. Um, also, you can go right on to our uh, Facebook page and leave us comments, the Auto Authorities uh, group page. You can go on LinkedIn. There's so many different. We want to hear your feedback. Go to the autoauthorities.com, the website. Um, but this is the stuff we want to bring to you because don't be surprised if you see a strike here in a little bit, Gerald, any final thoughts? Yeah, just one little nugget that I think uh, kind of contributes to the mindset that may be going into this. Your average Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram dealership right now is sitting on 135 day supply of vehicles. That's with production not being ramped up all the way. That's not good. Just if you're not familiar with it, because this is kind of in the weeds, uh, auto terms, anything over a 90-day supply is bad. You want to sell your cars and turn them within 90 days, because 90 days for a dealership is the amount of time that the manufacturer pays your interest on carrying the car. If you hear somebody say floor plan on CNBC or 
Fox Business. That's what they're talking about. Floor plan is the amount, that's the loan that dealerships use to carry the cars. And floor plan assistance is the 90 days worth of interest that the manufacturer gives the dealer to carry those cars. So yeah. once it crosses 90 days, the dealer is literally losing money every day the car sits there. 135 days supply, not good, especially when you're going into the end of the model year. So wow. another little motivating factor that may not make the uh, guys at Stellantis feel all that confident about having a huge pay increase to produce the cars because they're not selling them right now. That's why okay. they have huge incentives on them. That's an amazing, amazing golden nugget for especially not being in the business, knowing that it, it gives it gives you leverage also as as a buyer. And I'm going to leave it sure at it that because the next episode that we're going to be getting into is we're going to show you how to scope out the best deals out there and where you can go and have leverage as a buyer. And we're going to give you the updates on the used and new car market and how you can potentially take advantage. Everybody have a great rest of your week. We will see you next week. Peace.